let's go for walk the drive. Yeah. Confidence be peaking, just gentlemen's refined. Roll with this man's keep dying. Not stop, full throttle. <laughs> I'm the driver riding shotgun. Come on now. Roll with this man's keep Hey, give it up for Badlands Chugs. Hands in the air. All right, go away, Badlands. Um, first of all, I want to just explain. I want to explain who Badlands Chugs is for the audience at home before I even intro this show. So that is a man who has made a living on YouTube chugging things, like like drinking things. And I'm not talking alcohol. I'm not talking anything risque. He drinks, uh, I think recently he drank a gallon of Sunny D through a yard glass, which is an old English vessel for fluid, um, which is about a yard long with a big bulbous end to it um and he, he drank the whole gallon in one sip i think it took him like 10 seconds um there was one video where he put a straw in the ocean that had a filter and proceeded to try to chug the ocean but i bring this all up to say that that was his intro ad for a company called manscaped you heard it i'm not going to go too in depth because they don't get my free promo <laughs> but i just want to say that before we even start this podcast if you do ad spots you need to be making a song out of them because there's no point i'm not going to go buy the product i have been on manscaped's website at least four times just because this dude made a catchy song where he says non-stop full throttle that's all it takes. That's all it takes. Digital lesson learned. All right, I'm introing now. Hi, and welcome to the Burning Down the House podcast. I am your host, Daniel Mint, and I am joined here by Austin Regula. Hey, that's me. Whoa! And we don't have Josh because Josh, he was busy. And for the for the delay, let me explain. Let me do the same thing I do all the time where I cap about how we are not here. Josh got the vid, and it was very scary, and we were worried for him. And so we took a little break, um, and recently I talked to him and I was like, hey, in the event that one of us can't be here, what if the other ones just do it? And he went with that. So now this is the vibe. Um, anytime one of us cannot make it to the recording session, whoever can will do a podcast. Even if that means you get 50 minutes of Austin talking to himself. I mean, I don't know why you'd want anything else. Yeah, but I, Can you please start a solo podcast? Yeah, I'll just be in a, in a dark room by myself just talking about... <laughs> The clothes I like wearing. And Bionicles. And Bionic. Oh, don't even get me started, dude. Bionicles. <laughs> but yeah, we, uh, Josh is good now. So, you know, just want to say that he's good. We're happy he's good. But, um, yes, we are, we're doing this episode solo like Jason Derulo. Um, all right, tech, we, we work in it. We work with it. We work around it. But what's going on with it? So I want to, the first thing, we're going to talk about NFTs because I think it's funny that neither one of us understand NFTs, but we're going to like dialogue about it. So do you know what an NFT is? Uh, no, nope. It's a non-fungible token. All right. It is a way for people to sell digital art as like a one-off in the form of crypto. So like... Specifically art? I mean... I'm doing air quotes, art, okay. you know, whatever people decide is art. Yeah. Um, some of it, yes. Yeah, some of it is like, you know how you send those Instagram posts of like animated art? Like some of those sold for like tens of thousands of dollars or whatever, just like art. But like, because it's crypto and it's non-centralized and people can do whatever they want, like they're just selling like everything. They, uh, <laughs> there's 
Linus Tech Tips is talking about. Have you ever seen the picture of him? Big head looking down. It's kind of like the big meme image of Linus. Yeah. It's like everywhere. Yeah. He, he I'm pretty sure, is going to sell an NFT of that meme. So memes can be NFTs. Wow. So we're getting to a point now where you can... This is where I don't get it, and this is where this conversation is going to go bad because neither one of us get it, but I'm just going to complain about how no one's explained it to me. I can still take the picture. I can still put... Like, I still have access to the image, so, like, why would I spend that much money on a... Is it to own it? Yeah. But other people can still post it? Yeah, that's what I, I just... It's not really making a whole lot of sense to me. Um, apparently the first NFT house was sold. So houses are also considered art. No, it was a, <laughs> it's a digital house. Oh. I believe an NFT is a unique digital token, which effectively verifies authenticity and ownership. It's encrypted and in with the artist's signature on the blockchain. Okay. So it's like an authenticity thing. It's like a certified authenticity. So if Linus sells that one thing, it has his signature on the blockchain stating that, hey, yeah, sure, all those other bits and bops that have this image are that image, but this is the image that Linus had. I could see that working more for art. Okay. I mean, obviously, it's weird for memes. But they're talking about doing it with albums. Um, bands are doing it with albums now. I think, oh, I forget who it was. It might have been the Foo Fighters. Don't quote me. Never quote me. Um <laughs> I'm pretty sure someone's talking about doing an NFT album. So um, this is kind of coming off. Um, I know I'm part of like a resell group where people are like talking about reselling stuff. And one thing that's been really big is this thing called Top Shot. It's like basket. It's like virtual basketball cards where you buy the moment. So like, oh, LeBron James dunked on basketball man number three. Like you could buy that moment. In, in, like, in a card. Yeah, in like a digital card that has like a signature of authenticity. I don't know if those are considered NFTs. It sounds like an NFT. Mm. I don't think it's done with crypto though. So it's not encrypted probably. But like people have already built portfolios worth like 50 something grand off of like basketball moments. Like this is a really big thing right now. Um, I just want to put it out there. You probably shouldn't go out and buy a bunch of NFTs thinking you're going to get rich. Um, It seems pretty... It sounds like it's more based on what you're spending the tokens on. 100%. Well, it's just like, I think people have this idea that because it's new, if they just buy up things, everything will appreciate. And like the chances are like things are appreciating right now and then they'll explode like every other bubble in the world. Like you probably shouldn't go spend all your expendable income on this. If you're going to go invest in something, maybe, maybe look at like a real company. (laughs) Maybe read in a a little bit more to invest. (laughs) So... The virtual property was um, the digital artist's name is Krista Kim, um, and she made a digital house, which is like a video of the digital assets, I believe, of the house. Um, and yes, it's 3D files. Um, 514557 dollars for a virtual property. So double the value of my home for the 3D model of a house. But like, that is so confusing to me. Like, so they own that model. Yeah. So, um, 
they're looking future, it seems like. It seems like Kim created it under the idea that through, later on when people are doing more AR, that there will be AR glasses and that they'll be able to use these houses that they're buying as like a thing. But I mean, still, I think it's stupid. But like, yeah, I guess that's the idea is like this is eventually going to be something that you can like put on glasses and maybe see in the real world to some extent. But it's a uh, it's interesting. That is really I'm. That is blowing me. On Monday, on Monday, Twitter CEO Jack Dorsey sold the first ever published tweet as an NFT for two point nine million dollars. That okay? That's why that was ringing a bell. That was that was the headline I remember seeing. So yeah, you can sell. You know, you can sell a tweet. Gucci's selling pictures of shoes for three hundred dollars. It's it's like scalpers with graphics cards where you buy like the picture of the thirty ninety for like five hundred bucks and then you get scammed, but it's just not a scam. It's just what it is. It's I'm really so, weird. So confusing. What are you talking about? <laughs> and that is two people that don't understanding that don't understand NFTs talking about NFTs. Um, Let me tell you, I I really don't. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I understand them less after doing a little dive on them. I'm gonna be honest, because like I I'm not paying for that. Like maybe if I knew it was gonna go up in value, obviously. I mean, if someone told you you could buy a rubber duck that was gonna go up in value, you'd buy it. But like, why is this? Why is this what we've decided <laughs> that we're doing? Um, oh, in other news, um, we have a pilot um, who did not know that his mic was hot. And he accidentally was calling people on um, a flight to either away from the Bay Area or to the Bay Area. Effing idiots um, and weirdos, I believe, was the direct quote. Um, just another another reason to be wary. If you work at a job and there's a microphone around you, maybe don't say horrible things about the people that you work with and or your customers. Yeah. We don't love the mute button on our phones. Yeah, but we hit it. Right. <laughs> I guess the the, le- the the lesson to take away here is... Either hit the mute button or <laughs> shut up. Yeah. What do you... I think they got in a big argument when when he landed. Dude, I hope like someone like went up and tried to fight him. Like, <laughs> no, like, what an, was all that that you were saying in the cabin, I'm an man? idiot, huh? Oh, Oh, I'm dumb? Okay, Mr. Pilot Man. You're so smart, dude. You can fly a plane. Wow. <laughs> oh, Southwest. Oops. There's a lot of NFT stuff in tech news right now. Yeah, it's pretty much everything. It's just crypto and NFT stuff, and I really don't care enough to talk about it at length. Go, like, find a crypto podcast. This one, it, this ain't it. The, the end of this uh, headline is just, like... This blank is also an NFT, and my brain is eating itself, and I think that's exactly how I would describe how I feel after talking about that. I should have read more. I guess this is a hot political story. Uh-oh. He was he was ranting about liberals. He was... <laughs> that's even worse. <laughs> On the plane. That is so much worse. <laughs> Apparently, he was flying over, like, L.A. or, like, the Bay Area and decided that it was time to... I mean, I'm a, hey, man, like, I get it. Maybe you don't like liberals or the place, but maybe don't yell about it on the plane where the passengers are that are from that area. That that makes a little more sense as to why that was a headline. I, I was like, he called him an idiot, and that's a news story. 
my question is is can the could the passengers hear it what a okay hold on i'm gonna i'm i'm reading this quote because this is purely just blinding or like listen to i'm gonna um i'm gonna sub in the f word for flip here yeah flipping weirdos probably driving around and flipping hyundais flipping roads and stuff that go slow as flip and you don't have balls unless you're flipping rolling coal man what rolling what does that mean apparently liberals don't roll coal yo and you need to roll coal to be worth a damn (laughs) guess we need to start rolling coal here i'm rolling some coal tonight (laughs) i love that i mean like i don't even care about the liberal or conservative thing about it like whatever you're mad about whatever you're mad about but like I love, like, you can always tell, like, the level of upset someone is based on how many things they add into their, like, rant that make, like, zero sense. Like, oh, they're not even rolling coal, man! Like, oh, so you're... Rolling coal is the practice of modifying a diesel engine to increase the amount of fuel entering the engine in order to emit large (laughs) amounts of black or gray sooty exhaust fumes into the air. Rolling coal is sometimes used as a form of anti-environmentalism. Okay. So this guy's a pilot and he drives a Ford F-150. We're going to leave this topic. Sorry to anyone who drives a Ford F-150. I didn't mean it. Sorry, Ken. (laughs) Okay. I guess that's why that was in my head. All right. Your million dollar. Oh, I don't want to talk about NFTs, man. Everything's an NFT. Nobody cares. I mean, a lot of people care. Uh, Chrissy Teigen left Twitter after saying that it was negative for her mental health. I know everyone cares a lot. That These are the kind of tech stories that we have this week. Uh, Amazon, uh, their workers are unionizing, um, and their f- corporate Twitter account decided to dispel a rumor that Amazon employees had to pee in bottles. <laughs> The, the Amazon Twitter account, I don't know if it's it's either Amazon Help or one of the Amazon official accounts tweeted today, you guys really believe the pee bottle story? <laughs> I mean, isn't that just called drug testing or employees? No, like 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 they, oh, I get it. He gets it. I'm the one that didn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> ha, 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 peeing in bottles. The, you know what popped in my head? What popped story? in your head? Um, the, the, the Microsoft thing. Huh? The company they're thinking about buying? Or uh, the rumor? Yeah, I read more about that. Uh, so Microsoft is rumored to want to buy Discord for around $10 million. Um, or $10 billion. $10 million. $10, I think billion. $10 billion. Um, Let me double check. Nobody wants that. Every communication platform Microsoft acquires or any platform Microsoft acquires, they drive it into the ground. Look at Skype. Got killed. Look at Teams. It's only used for one thing, and it's not even that great at that. Um, what's the other one that they bought that everyone was mad about? Did they buy Slack? I don't think they bought Slack. They might have bought Slack. Look it up. I will. My, um, so they bought Discord for $10 billion. They, didn't, um, they offered or they're oh, thinking yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, my bad. Because I read it. further, it's more likely that Discord will go public. Um, than that, which which is way better. Everyone would rather that. Discord's an amazing platform, and to see Microsoft ruin it would suck. Because I'm sure they turned it into some Xbox proprietary garbage. I don't think Microsoft went for Slack. It looks like they they looked into it, and the deal never happened. Okay. They instead focused on developing their own platform. They're saying this was back in... This was... 
five years ago. Was that was that before Teams? How long has Teams been out? I don't know when Teams was announced. I mean, I'm sure it was probably just, within the last five years. I'm wondering if that's what they're talking about because it said instead of buying Slack, they started focusing on developing their own platform. I'm 2017 oh. was when Teams was announced. Microsoft Teams is now used by nearly 10 times as many people as that. Yeah, it sounds like they're talking about their teams, teams. Not, dude. I hate the numbers they use for teams. Like it installs if you install Microsoft 365 in Office. So like, like yeah, of course Taylor you're Swift you, story. Yeah, your user base is high. Exactly. It's like uh, when Jay Z had Samsung buy two million copies of his album before it dropped, so it was platinum before it came out. Like it's like okay, I get it. I get why you do. I'm not saying you shouldn't do that, but you're not like you're not, don't you're not fooling me. Yeah, those aren't real. No- I I always think of the Taylor Swift story where she sold like her album with her concert tickets and then use those numbers. I don't know. Businesses are going to report fake numbers and that's just the way it is, man. And we got to learn to deal with it, man. We got to decode the lies. The big man's trying to force down our throats. We won't have it. (laughs) In other news about the big man, the big man decided that Tesla's new touchscreen drive selector does not violate any of the rules. The NHTSA says, Tesla has decided that in their new touchscreens, they're going to include the drive mode selector. So that's your parks, uh, drive, reverse in the touchscreen. In the touchscreen. No. I don't like that. That's bad. That is bad. I mean, listen, these like electric ones are already bad enough where it's like a button. Like, okay, what if like the voltage of the battery is wrong and now I can't do it? But like, the touch screen, like so now, if like the screen's having a bad day, yeah, can't drive your car. Okay, like I, like initially, I hear that and I'm like, okay, like less moving parts, that's good. But like, the, I I it's same story on why I didn't like it at first when phones started getting rid of the physical button. Like I was like, oh, I got to rely on the touch screen now. But they're probably probably pretty good. But I mean, in a car, that's not a that's not a comfortable conversation. Tesla also recently agreed to recall more than 134,000 Model S sedans and Model X SUVs because of faulty displays. So, so you're getting faulty display recalls, and your your answer is put integral functions of the car into our shit display. Put more stuff on the thing that's failing. We it's it hurts. It's the world we live in, folks. Disappointments the left ca- and right. The car, <laughs> <laughs> the car world's gonna get really weird over the next like ten years, or I don't know. I okay, I'm I don't know the time frame, but like this whole in between gas and electric thing that we're doing, where like the engines are like not just hybrids, but like split down the middle almost. Like it's all it's just making bad cars right now. It's all that's doing. Like, we're, we're in like the what was the era other era of bad cars like the 2000s where the, yeah. everything was really chunky and ugly and we were going between like vhs and cd and yeah. aux and bluetooth like yeah cars are like the 2004 mustang yeah <laughs> <laughs> this is a car podcast now everyone yeah i, I love cars you can tell it's a slow news week because we're just saying really stupid things at this point um, the New York Times sold an NFT for half a million dollars. So anybody who has an, uh, has media selling them, okay, cool, woohoo, yay. Take a trip back to 1997 with an incredible, rare, never-opened Nintendo 64 disk drive dev kit. I 
can't wait till I can afford like weird niche Nintendo products. Yeah. The other day I found there's a licensed GameCube controller with the Luigi L on it, and the front of it is green and the back of it is navy blue. And it's an official Nintendo product. It's super sick. Wow. I bet that's expensive. It's like, I think like, so if you get one, okay, new, it's like, you're not, well, I don't know, I don't know, you can find one. Used, I think they're like 250, 220-ish for oh, like a good one. Okay. It's not as bad as you'd think In it would be. In my head, I was thinking thousands. No, where, that, where, where that's getting big is so now like older gaming stuff, they're starting to grade it. Like they grade like sports cards and Pokemon cards where you can send it to like, I don't think it's PSA. Um, I think... I'm not even gonna say. There's another company that I can never remember in the name of, and they they grade games and stuff. And like, I know like sealed Pokemon like games that are like P, like that are graded like a nine or above, or like they're they're going up like crazy right now. Um, any old Mario or like old Zelda game that you can get your hands on um, that's sealed and you can grade it, like you're getting a crazy return on that. Like that's just the new thing. I mean, I mean, it's not new, but it's it seems like. I don't know when when I was in college and you and we were together and stuff like that was when like reselling stuff started getting like really big and it was like pretty much exclusively like clothes and like accessories now it seems like I don't know if it's from the pandemic or what it's from, but like everything is scalped. Everything is resold. It doesn't matter what it is from Kylie Jenner's mini fridge to Travis Scott's alcohol seltzer it's all getting resold tesla released a tequila bottle that's being just the empty bottle resells i mean it just seems like right now and maybe it's because people are getting all the stimmy money they just got money to spend it seems like everyone's trying to buy everything that and they're bored and mm, like just just people are looking for a lot of different ways to make money right now it's a and, and it's really interesting because i hear a lot of people taking the angle of like screw all these people scalping or like they don't need this stuff or like whatever and it's like i feel like a lot of people are are not taking into the account that like i mean they probably need to make that 50 bucks more than you need that xbox yeah i'm not saying it's like fun or it's an, an enjoyable experience to not be able to buy the stuff you want to buy i mean right now we're trying to build a computer and i couldn't find a graphics card that was six years old for less than 200 bucks like i get it it sucks but at the same time like think about the conditions that bred this people are out of work and they found a way to buy something and make double the price of it like they're gonna do it it's usually like their side hustle or they're trying to pay rent or whatever like. yeah I th and i think a lot of people are more upset about the people that make it their like whole job yeah, but even I don't know. It's it's hard for me. I I, I feel so split on it because I am like a pretty hardcore like free market guy. Where like, hey, if they can get them and they can sell them and you're paying for it, like maybe they should be able to sell it to you. Because it all comes down to consumers won't wait. Yeah, if you don't go give them triple what they bought, they can't sell it to you for triple what they bought. But everyone's so quick about it. They're like, oh, I got like right now Pokemon cards. You cannot buy Pokemon cards. Go to a store, go to any store. You will not find a Pokemon card product on the shelf because the moment they go into the store, everyone buys them. Like there's lines of people that buy them. They don't even get them on the shelf. They're taking them from the distributor before it goes on the shelf and just taking it to checkout just to resell it. And it's like that's where you get into like. Do I think they shouldn't be able to do it? No. I think that 
if anything, the store should limit the purchases if they really cared yeah. that much. Because, like, yeah, I mean, I get it. If I thought I could make 20 grand going up to a dude with a box and buying a bunch of cardboard, guess what? I would do it too. And I get that. It just is like everyone wants people to limit themselves. People are not going to stop themselves from making money in, in a, during a pandemic. You have to stop them just like how you made – just like all the stores had limits on like the toilet paper you could buy or whatever. Just make limits on shit. Yeah. Be aware of what's going on with your customers. And stop doing big product releases online. You're not – you can't – or if you're going to, just admit that you don't care who's who's it's getting in the hands of. I've seen too many people being like, we want to see these PlayStations get in the hands of gamers, and then they release it online. It's like, no, you literally just hand-fed it to people with bots. Yeah. Like, and that's not the people with the bots' fault. That's your fault for being an online retailer and not having any idea how the space works. Any idea at all. Like <laughs> – like Newegg with those graphics card releases, that was embarrassing. And it's like you're a tech company. Like you uh -huh. should understand this. You it should makes be you able look to bad. grasp it. It makes you look like uneducated. And then, but all the anger goes to the wrong people. Mm -hmm. Everyone's mad at Nvidia, or everyone's mad at Sony, or everyone's mad at the company that builds the product. And it's like, listen, they're gonna build however many they can build. Like, I rest assured, Sony wants to make as many PlayStations or NVIDIA wants to make as many 3080s as they can make because they're making hand money hand over fist on it. It's a it's a restraint of being able to make it. So don't get mad at them. Go get mad at your local retailer who's backdooring them to everyone. Go get mad at the local retailers who hire seventeen-year-olds who sell them to all their friends before you can ever get to the store. Like it's not a, it's not that the problem is not the people making the product; it's the distributors of the product. I, and I don't know. This is such a new problem. Like I feel like because like they never used to be this out of hand. Like this is a limited thing, and now it's like. It's become very mainstream, and so many people are doing it. Like, not like I'm not trying to defend them or anything, but like, it's just this problem that popped out of nowhere, and they're like kind of learning as they go. Yeah, but okay, if I was a company and I'm seeing consumer out like backlash towards me for what I'm doing. I'm going to go talk to like the sneaker companies who have been dealing with this for years, who understand it, like lean on people within your space, go do something, do anything besides just continuing to do the same thing that you've been doing and being like, well, I don't know why all the graphics cards are getting bought up. I'm just giving them to everyone. You can't. It Definition just doesn't of work. insanity. Doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. Dummies. I'm looking at you, Walmart. Yeah, Walmart. <laughs> Actually, I'm looking at Best Buy. Fuck Best Buy. Oh. <laughs> uh, like, every day I have that. I don't. What was it? 3060 30, 30, 30, Ti. 30, I have that freaking screen like burned into my brain. I'm like, you can pick it up at this store. But actually, you can't. I did that. They actually let me pick it up at the store. Did they have it though? Yes. I got a 3060 Ti. I sold it to Xander's brother. Okay, that's wh that's where you got that one. Yeah, I uh, I got it at Best Buy at the Kokomo store. It let me through one day, uh, and I bought it. Okay. Um, picked it up, and then I 
and and for all the scalpers who um, for all the people who think I'm a scalper, I sold it to him for like the same price I bought it. Like I wasn't trying to. I just wanted to see if I could get one. Like it was more about that. I had thought about keeping it, but I have literally no use for a thirty sixty. Like I don't. Could have gave it to me, man. I would have put it in my. You really don't need a thirty sixty. <laughs> You getting a 3060 would have been the dumbest thing of all time. It Even with been, an 8370, getting a 3060 would be no, stupid. No, yeah, no, absolutely. Like, but it was more so throwing my hat over the bridge on, or over the fence on um, starting my new build. Like a full system upgrade. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, oh, just well, now I have it. this yeah. thing. Better do something with it so this $400 just, brick isn't sitting Right. Because, like, I don't know. I, I, I'm not going to get into it, but... No, I'm with you. It's a fucking mess. <laughs> <laughs> Little brick oven? Little brick oven. Hey, build your computer in a server case. Take we it from did. us. We, it's a good uh, idea. We did that. We built... Um, we had an old server case that we were given. I don't remember where I got that from. Oh, now I do. We bought a rack um, from, from a guy. Um, it's actually in our office. Um, and his old server was in the rack, and I, I took it all apart, and we built Austin's old computer in a gigantic server case, and it's pretty cool. It actually made, like, a massive difference because the biggest problem was cooling. Yeah. And it's actually really good at cooling. And then I got a new CPU cooler and a new really hot CPU. Times are good. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> it doesn't turn off anymore if I don't spin the CPU fan of my finger when I turn the computer on. It, that is something that I find so funny. I, I was watching uh, Linus's channel and like a bunch of his staff, like, you know, like you work at this like techie company and then like the people that work there, like in their spare time, like don't give like two shits about their tech. Like it's always so funny to hear that because like me and Austin are like stark opposites in that. Like I'm like, I like take my whole computer apart every couple weeks and dust it. I like I'm like super anal about updating it and all that kind of stuff. Um, not that I, not that you don't care. Um, you're you just don't have the access to the peace and quiet of a room like I do all the time. I'm not. Well, and like for the longest time, it would just be a mess. Like if well, yeah, I cleaned it, it, some kid would just get sprite in it. <laughs> uh, we're not getting into that. <laughs> There is no way for like any listener to ever understand like what like if like yeah like literally Austin's computer was like the community computer like in the middle of a war zone. It was a, it is a miracle that it survived to be even be put in another case. I'm I'm hyped that it's still living. Yeah, isn't that a great testament to like how strong PC hardware is? Mm -hmm. Everyone is so afraid to break it. They're like so afraid like you can really beat like the shit out of some computer hardware. I've le I left the case completely open for a year or two. Like some, like I said, some kid like accidentally sprayed a two liter of Sprite on all of the components. <laughs> Somebody spilled beer on my SSD. <laughs> um, plenty of the parts have been dropped or thrown around, and it's like this. This computer is like almost ten years old now. Yeah, like. Even just saying that kind of made me feel weird. My power supply has been hit by lightning. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that was some golden ticket shit. You got a whole new computer. Yeah. Um, okay, this didn't happen to me. This happened to someone we know. Yeah. To avoid insurance fraud. Um, a house of someone I know 
was struck by lightning and we had thought that their computer was dead. So they had submitted to their, their company that like, Hey, my computer died. I need like a new one. Here's the value of all the parts new. So you don't submit that like, Hey, the system's worth like 600 bucks. Now you're like, Hey, this is a $1,200 computer. Cause that's what you paid to build it. Yeah. So then the company, I mean, that's what you lost in theory. Yes. In theory. Um, <laughs> so, we had thought my my friend's computer was toast, so we had gotten a whole new computer. And then years later, he had donated that computer to me. Ha-ha. <laughs> um, and I found out that literally no part of it was broken except for the hard drive. No, the motherboard. The motherboard was the only thing that was broken. It fried the motherboard through the Ethernet port. Okay. But every other component of the computer was perfectly fine. Well, and that that can seem like it's, I mean, the motherboard being broken. Yeah, at the time, I was young enough to not really understand computers that well. Like, I tried turning it on, it didn't turn on, and that was pretty, I didn't have access to, like, right now, like, we're in an office where, like, I could plug it into a test bench and get an idea, but, like, back then, I didn't have computer hardware to test. I'm I'm, like, I'm mainly just saying, if there were any part to be broken that would make you think the whole computer's done for, it's probably the motherboard. Oh, yeah, because you won't get any sort of life. Because the motherboard, um, the way a computer works is you have, like, a your power supply plugs into your motherboard, and then that's what turns on your, like, processor, your RAM and stuff. And if you can't, if your motherboard's dead and it never gets that that jump from the 24 volt, I'm not sorry, I'm sorry, 12 volt, 24 pin cable, like it won't do anything. The thing that I probably missed, I don't know if I missed it or I just didn't, is I didn't, I don't think the power supply was ever spinning because the way I ended up figuring out it worked is if you have a power supply for a computer, you can jump, I think, pins like four and 20. I don't know if it's actually those two pins. Do not just start jumping (laughs) pins in your power supply. Do not jump pins in your power supply. Okay. Especially based off of podcast. Yes. Don't. Um, But I did. And when you do that, if you jump just the power pins, you can get the power supply to spin at full RPM because it's initiating like a boot sequence. Yeah. So you can test the power supply. That's how I figured out the power supply was good. So then it was just a matter of dropping the CPU into a new thing. But I didn't even end up doing that because it was old. But it was cool to find out that like, yeah, my friend got a whole new computer when his computer was perfectly fine. Other than the motherboard. It's Rip. honestly one of the only reasons why he had a nice computer because like honestly that computer was getting out of date probably wasn't going to upgrade it and then lightning had a different plan that's that's that golden ticket shit i'm talking about man that's crazy you know what happened to my (laughs) first graphics card what happened the fans didn't work and i didn't well i knew and i just didn't just just can't do it and it overheated and broke I'm shocked. I had like a Radeon RTX 270. You had an RX 270. RX 270. I'm pretty sure because you, you, got, you got the same one I had and I had that at the time. And That's was, the one that died in that build actually mm. in the lightning. And ever since then I haven't, I felt weird about Gigabyte even though they're a, they're a fine company. Yeah, one of the better ones actually. Yeah. <laughs> I just, just like in the back of my head, I see Gigabyte and like my first reaction is like cheap crap hardware. I don't know if I'd buy their graphics cards. I'm more of an EVGA guy when it comes to graphics cards or Asus. Mm-hmm. Um, I like their their equipment. I don't like MSI. Uh, 
let me explain why I don't like MSI. Um, also, for anyone who's listening for tech news, you can officially tune out because I'm just going to talk about computer hardware for the rest of this and then end it. Um, MSI is so egregious with their design. Everything is like dragon and like yeah. weird lines and everything's aggressive and I kind of hate it. But one company I found recently that I've been using for all my builds is ASRock. And I've known about ASRock. I've had an ASRock board before, but new ASRock boards are really pretty. Mm-hmm. Like everything they make is really well designed. It doesn't look like overly like gamer because I'm not like, I don't know. Like, yeah, I use my computer for gaming, but I'm not really into the whole like gamer aesthetic at all. Yeah. I want it to just look clean. Like that's my goal is I'll pretty much always just like a clean, modern looking system. Um, and everything MSI always has like these weird edges to it that always make it look like a dragon. Yeah. Cause like I liked my 960. It, it was small enough to where that like cringy dragon design wasn't too much, but I, I know what you're talking about. I like, just wish it wasn't red. That's the yeah. other thing that they did for so long is everything was red and black, and it's like not everyone wants a red and black computer. I'll tell you what I do. I love red. You and black. had a white and blue case. Uh, so no white and blue case, <laughs> red and black graphics card. It was a great rainbow time. power cables from CX seven fifty M. They're not rainbow. They're rainbow sleeve black. Yeah, they are. Oh okay. Shows. Promise you, if you look at the twenty four pin on yours. Where the sleeving ends, that little it's all different colors. Oh, you're just talking about the cables inside. Yes. This. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we have a uh, both Austin and I when we built our computers at first, like I don't think we fully understood the concept of like a power supply. Like I always thought that it was like wattage and like eighty plus efficiency was like all you had to look for. I was wrong. <laughs> So, so, so wrong. wrong. I just I actually have a new power supply in my house right now. It's white, and I'm going to install it in my computer. I got an RM750X to so, um, replace my CX650. Um, for anyone out there who has a Corsair CX power supply with the green label, you should probably get that out of your system as soon as possible. They have very bad capacitors on them that can explode. I hate I hate that you told me that. I know because you have that too, don't you? <laughs> yep. I have a I have a seven fifty. And it's all the same. Okay. Yeah, I want so pretty much like wattage isn't gonna change anything about the power supply. It's gonna be series. So like the CX, but like the white CX and the green CX are two different products too. It's convoluted as hell. What I found is um for anyone who's like gonna build a computer and you wanna find like the best um CPU or the best cooler or whatever, Linus Tech Tips Forum. They always have a tier list of all the components in a category. And if you go by their tier list, it's that is one of the few forum sites that's still updated like almost like to the hour with stuff. Like there's always people on there. Um, and that's how I found about the RM750. Because a lot of right now with Bitcoin mining, it, everything's really expensive. So you can't really get an over 800 watt power supply for under like 200 bucks. And it's just it's just annoying because there's just so much to think about. You got to find the wattage that you need, and if it's not that good of a power supply, it's not actually going to give you the wattage that you need. That's why, like when we were talking to your brother last night about him, and I was saying it could be a power thing because I know he has like a a worse EVGA power supply, mm-hmm. and yeah, it's rated for X amount of watts. But if it's not efficient enough or it's not well made, it will not output the right amount of like power to the system and that's where like if you go to do something intensive on your system and your computer just immediately shuts off 
it could be heat, but typically heat will take longer to like shut off your computer. It's likely that you're trying to draw more power than you can, and your power supply is freaking out. Mm. It's it, it's such a it's such a saturated market, and there's so many bad ones. Like there's more bad power supplies than there are good ones. There's so many companies that will sell them to you, and even the good companies like Corsair, you can still get a CX green label and get a bad one. Or there's really only one company that if you're looking to build a computer, you can buy their power supplies and know for a fact that they're going to be good, and that's Seasonic, because Seasonic exclusively makes power supplies. Yeah. They don't make... Corsair a, makes a lot of stuff. Corsair is overextending themselves a little bit. That, I mean, that's not... They make amazing products, don't get me wrong, but, like, you can officially almost build an entire computer that's Corsair. I think minus graphics card and motherboard. Everything else... Oh no! Okay, internals. Yeah, um, I, I, no. that, I, my head is just going to peripherals too because they cover most of that. They do not make a monitor yet. They've started doing custom water cooling. That's their new thing. So now you can—it's not just all-in-one radiator pump fan combos. You can actually buy the individual radiators, fittings, tubing, fluid, all that kind of hmm. stuff. Because um, Linus did an all Corsair rig on his channel, and like, yeah, it was—it's pretty much everything outside of graphics card and motherboard. You can get Corsair. You can get Corsair storage, Corsair RAM, um, a Corsair case, Corsair fans, Corsair lighting. Like literally, they make everything. Um, Thanks, Corsair. Yeah, them and uh, I think it's like them, Cooler Master, and uh, MSI started making a ton of stuff too. MSI makes monitors too, though. MSI yeah. makes laptops, monitors, keyboards, mice, like literally everything. I think that's just the new. I think people are just finding out that like, oh, we can do the same thing we do with our case fans where like they just find a Chinese OEM and then like reskin it. Because like a lot of the the mechanical keyboards are just reskins of another Chinese OEM or like a lot of the gaming laptops are just Clevo laptops, which is something that most people won't understand or care to know about. So I'm not even going to go into it. But yeah, most of the things you buy are not developed by the people you bought them from. Kind of sucks. Back to the sad world. <laughs> it keeps coming back. Every every corner we turn. The world of PC hardware is a dark place. <gasps> okay, last piece of tech news, and then we can move on. I'm I am extremely excited about this one. Um, so anyone who knows me knows that I'm extremely enthralled with home cleaning technology. I love new vacuums. I love new, like, oh, we just got a new plant potter thing that sucks in the humidity from the air and puts it into the roots so you don't have to, like, do it. I love home tech. It gets me excited. Um, I had bought a Dyson V8 cordless stick vacuum, and I love it. You mount it to the wall. It's, it's light. It's cordless. I vacuum my whole house with it. It is great, but I also have three dogs, and they make a lot of hair and i've found that since moving into our house and getting the dogs and all this stuff i don't think that vacuum cannot keep up with the amount of hair that like our dogs throw out into the world but dyson has announced their new v15 detect vacuum which uses lasers to got to guilt you into doing a better job of cleaning so it actually shines a laser on the floor to illuminate dust particles so you can see better where you vacuumed wow um it has an oled screen has an oled screen at the top of it to show you suction battery left what kind of surface you're on 
This is so cool. This is so <laughs> did they, did they cool. word it as guilt you into cleaning more? <laughs> is that their words? No, that is um the Verge's um oh, okay. um article. They, they they said that. I was gonna if that's their marketing, that's awesome. We're gonna guilt trip you into cleaning more. I wonder if there's anything else new about it that's super cool. Dyson's new seven hundred yeah, so that's one thing that's really cool about it is that that now that there's like the screen on it with the OLED, you can you can see where your battery's at better and like what your suction because that's one thing is like it's not the biggest battery on these things. They're stick vacuums, so like realistically, you can get like like in the V8, I get like 20 minutes of max suction, maybe like 30 minutes of like mid suction. Um, the V the V11 that they put out, and I'm sure the V15 is also like this, um, can take two batteries. So you can get it to like an hour of runtime wow. um, with a bigger canister and all sorts of stuff. Really cool. I don't know. I just I, Vacuums are so interesting because there's so many of them and they're so not equal. <laughs> Some of them just really suck. Some of them are like a step above. Like Shark and Dyson vacuums are legitimately like that much better than every other vacuum I've used. Outside of like Hoover has like really not I'm sorry, not Hoover. Bissell has really, really, really good pet vacuums. Like we have one of those for like you know, accidents <laughs> around the house. Hold on, I'm going to give you guys a deep dive on this. All right, so you get the laser slim fluffy cleaner, the high torque cleaner head, the hair screw tool, the crevice tool, the stubborn dirt brush, the mini soft dusting brush, the combination tool, the wand clip, the docking station, and the charger. This is nuts. You get a lot of stuff with this. You get an energy-dense battery. You get the robot cyclone technology in auto mode. The DLS inside the high-torque cleaner monitors brush bar resistance so it can adapt and adapt the power across different floor types. So you're, the head of this vacuum will be like, oh, I'm on carpet. I need to suck more. <laughs> That's cool as hell. If I missed some key some key words of what you were talking about, I would have thought you were describing a weapon. <laughs> It looks like a weapon. It looks like the ray gun. <laughs> it has a click-in battery, so you can like reload it. I would be playing with that until it broke. One hundred percent. Yeah, with up to sixty minutes of charge. So yeah, if you uh, need a Dyson V uh, fifteen, uh, just hit me up and I'll order one for you, and it'll be really cool. Um, yeah, Fencer <laughs> House, we sell vacuums now. <laughs> Tech services and vacuums. We get rid of dust in your computer and your house. Um, okay, well, at this point, we're, I've been rambling. We've been rambling. Um, I want to thank you for attending one of the least organized episodes of the show that we've had yet. Um, if we missed anything, I'm deeply sorry. I don't think we did. I went through everything, and it seems like it's pretty much just NFTs. And every once in a while, Apple gets sued. Ooh, fun. <laughs> uh but if if that's your kind of jam, you can find us next week where we'll probably have Josh and we'll be talking about different tech topics, filling you in on what's going on and giving you our opinions about things. Yeah. We're like the golden girls of tech, but we're guys. Can I be um, Blanche? Yeah. Yes. Can I be uh, golden girl number two? I don't know any. That's Rose. Golden. Rose. I'm going to be Rose. Okay, so... I'm pretty sure it's Dorothy Blanche and Rose, and the mom's name is Sophia. I used to watch this with my mom when I was a kid. I'm going with the name Rose. Okay, Rose is Betty White. 
Oh, great. Yeah. yeah okay. Perfect. You can be Rose. Yeah, Josh is totally Dorothy. All right. Everything <laughs> makes sense now. Um, thank you so much for listening, and we will catch you in the next one. Bye, guys. Clean your PCs with vacuums.